0: Welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. This week, I am joined by a local Hampton Roads dude who I think is going to start making some waves in the endurance field of running and just overall fitness. Nick Nichols is with us. And so we're going to just kind of jump into this with Nick. You ready to go for a run?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) All
0: right, good. Well, we'll we'll try to keep it under, you know, 50. How's that sound? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So let's start out, Nick, with uh, kind of tell people who you are, your
1: background and uh, what you're doing now and roll with it. So my name is Nick Nichols. I'm originally from northern Pennsylvania. What got me into I guess what I'm doing now in terms of the ultra endurance community. Um, I wrestled in high school and college and and that sport. And and just in general is a very individual sport. There's a team aspect, community aspect. And um, if anybody has been a part of that, you kind of can relate to where ultra fits into that, where it's just a very hard nosed, gritty sport that allows you to really test your limits and, and push that next phase. So for me getting into, um, Ultra really kind of started, you know, years ago when I was in college. Um, and once I graduated college, it was just kind of the, the next step. So for me, my background, I have a, my master's degree in marriage and family therapy. So I'm a therapist. I did that for numerous years. And then I never liked the aspect of diagnosing and labeling people. So it's transitioning out of that. I studied under Tony Robbins, who's one of the best life coaches there is, and studied under him for a little bit in order to get my life coaching certificate. And I opened up my own company, my own business, Leave Your Mark Life Coaching. A lot of the stuff that we struggle with is really mindset just in general. But how do I, how do, for me, my core values of fitness as well, where I believe we can fix a lot of the stuff in our mindset, but there has to be a component that that really relates to what are you doing with your body too? Movement and energy and mindset, it all relates in a big you know sphere kind of thing, how I look at it. So for me, I combined run coaching all along with mindset coaching as well and that's kind of where I opened up my other business which is run coaching fitness coaching nutrition so I kind of combined everything in one in terms of mindset body movement and chasing some of these next bigger goals I I love to bring as many people along as possible in order to make sure that they can get a taste of what it's like to push your own limits and then reach some some pretty big goals
0: Awesome so everything's kind of under the leave your mark umbrella
1: Yes yes okay So
0: tell us a little bit about why leave your
1: mark. I love to help other people with anything that I can humanly possibly do. Um, So leave your mark is if I can impact one person's life, I realize I can be a start of something, but that person can reach someone else that I'll never touch in a million years. And that's what I'm ultimately after is that my legacy in terms of what I want to leave behind is ultimately – how many people can I impact and how many people can they impact? So it it can start with me, but it doesn't have to always end with me. And I think the way that I always look at it too, especially coming from a therapy background is people leave marks on us all the time. And people usually run from those people that that hurt you and all those different things. I, I give just as much value and just as much weight to the people that have hurt me tremendously. And, and they have steered me in some of the most miraculous and amazing directions in, in life too. So I give just as much appreciation to to those individuals as, as the people that impact me in the, the great ways possible too. So leave your mark is just being able to walk through life and appreciate anybody that you've ever came in contact with. So that way, at the end of the day, you're not holding resentment and, and anger in your soul, because at the end of the day, that, that just hurts you. That's awesome.
0: So you've just kind of new to the endurance running world. So tell us a little bit about kind of your journey into the endurance running world. What have you done so far and and just kind of go from there?
1: Yeah. So journey into the endurance world, I've done ultra off the books for numerous years. I've crept into the 30, 40 miles, and um, I haven't really reached beyond that for a few years. And I've never been... After I was done college wrestling, I was kind of burnt out from the competition aspect. I just wanted to do my own thing, just stay in my lane, just kind of really grow as an individual um, before kind of lining up and doing some competitions. So I guess going that route for a little bit, I finally got that itch again of what would I like to kind of make my debut in terms of jumping into that, that ultra scene. And there's a race in Blue Ridge Mountains, so the Blue Ridge Double Marathon. I've looked at it for years and- it's one of the the metaphors. So anytime that I run, I always look for metaphors in terms of life. So Blue Ridge Double Marathon has 14,000 feet of elevation gain and loss. So just an up and down course of how I resemble. And I wanted to pair this with my business as well, where life in general is, is a series of ups and downs. And this course resembled that to such a T where it's like, We climb this mountain of life and success and happiness, but something's going to hit us and we're going to have to go back down. We're going to have to go back up. So that was really what I wanted to use as my metaphor for jumping onto that ultra scene. And it just got released in one of the articles as one of of America's toughest races. So that was one of the things that I I wanted to jump into the scene, but I I wanted to do it in in a bigger way as well, too.
0: Okay. So you did it for the first time this past April, is that right? Yep, cool. And how did how to it go?
1: It went good. It was everything that I could have hoped for in terms of a, a debut. But just in general, there there was so much beauty in the the pain, the suffering, the but everything else. But there was never a moment that that there was ever a desire to to quit. It was like I remember one moment. If anyone's familiar with that race, there's, it's called Peakwood, which is a brutal up, you know, up and down basically section of the course. And coming down the hill, I think I was at like mile 45 or something at that point. I had back of my knee was in tremendous pain from just doing the, basically going up the hill. So the the back of my calf was killing me. And there was a moment in the race where I realized this pain hasn't gotten any worse for the last probably 15 miles. So in that moment is, and that's why I love the psychology of running as well, where in that moment, I made that connection of it hasn't gotten any worse. I just have to accept this is the, the amount of pain that I'm going to be in for the rest of the race, and that's okay. In that moment, all the pain just almost went away. It was just like a pure acceptance of where you're at, what's going on, and there's no doubt that I'm going to finish. And just it, it was one of the probably the, my favorite parts of the race of just acceptance of just that pain that, that you can be in, but just the, the ability to just continuously push through.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of parallels in life with that also pain's temporary, but I think a lot of people, wouldn't you say a lot of people avoid that pain? Like I, I think a lot of DNFs and poor showing at races is because people are trying to avoid the pain instead of like Courtney DeWalter says, get in the pain cave as early as you can so you can get out the other side. Yeah, that's and, right. I right. mean, that's, wouldn't you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think like just through the course, and that's why I love the ultra aspect and how it paralleled through my life as a you know a college wrestler, but just therapist in general and being with people in tremendous amounts of pain every single day for the last, you know, ten years, just in my my line of work. Like there's such beauty in that. And if people would learn to Embrace that and just find a, a level of peace in it. Like it, it's one of the most magical things that I can be a part of as an individual, helping people through their journey. And like I said, for me going on my own journey through these things, it allows me to really be relatable to the individuals that I can help.
0: Yep. So, what are some things? Cause ultra running is, I, I had a friend of mine in Wyoming, he told me this one time, and I told him, Paul, that the math doesn't add up, but he said, you know, uh, running in ultra races and endurance running. Is 99% mental and 10% physical. So, knowing that it's a mental battle, you know, when you go out to run 50 or 100 miles, whether you're in a race or whether you're just challenging yourself, what can people do to build that mental strength that you need in order to overcome the obstacles mentally that we think our body is failing us?
1: I think one of the things that I try to look at it, especially I I use the metaphor, especially climbing mountains and and running those type of events. Um, We often look at the end result, the end distance. So just recently, I I went to Roanoke to to run. I'm looking at the top of the mountain. I'm like, wow, like that's a long ways away. Like, how am I going to get to the top of that? But in that moment, there's that level of if I focus on where I want to go, that's overwhelming. That shuts me down. That that puts me in a position to feel helpless, defenseless, all those things psychologically. And I have to break it down to the only thing that I'm ever really in control of is my next step, is that next mile. And the things that I, I always encourage people, if you ever want to finish one of these races or if you want to you know, have success in terms of life, the only thing that you're ever in, in control of is that next step. And I think being present in those moments allows you to be successful long-term because you can't think of those end results because it, it will just beat you up. It will absolutely crush you if you try to be overly successful and trying to visualize what that hundred mile race is going to look like, or, you know, 50 mile, whatever, you know, you're looking at. So I would say my biggest aspect of success that I found, and I encourage people is be present where you're at, and that allows you to be focused and ultimately put the effort that allows you to reach that, that end goal.
0: Let me tell you about a pair of shorts that I just started wearing that will blow your ever-living mind. Have you ever bought running shorts and they either have the lining that's like that brief lining and it all just sort of bunches up there in the middle where you really don't want things bunching up? Or you buy these shorts and they got the liners in them and you immediately start running and the liners end up at the top of your legs, not down your leg like you want them to? Well, these shorts don't do that. The liners stay down where you want them. Here's the even better thing that I have found. You know, in the Tidewater, Virginia area, summer running, when everything gets really, really wet, these shorts don't feel like they weigh 3,000 pounds when they're all wet with your 10,000 pounds of sweat. They're amazing. The waistband on these things? Out of this world, it stays where it's supposed to be, and the little string that ties it, it doesn't come untied. And best of all, three zippered pockets. Three nailsclothing.com. There's a discount code, you'll see it in the show notes. Use it and get to love these shorts because they're awesome. Three nailsclothing.com. So being present in that moment, what is a thing that you can do with your mind to take off that focus of, oh, my God, I still got 70 miles to go and regather yourself to I'm right here in this mile? How, what's one of the things we can do to begin to train our minds to do that on a daily basis?
1: The, the thing that this relates to, to the therapy world as well and the coaching world is, gratitude is the ultimate killer of any aspect of suffering if you find a way to attach gratitude to anything that you do you will absolutely be successful and and be happy and peaceful so when i'm in those moments or when anyone's in that moment find a way to be appreciated or find something and people can find this is where i always challenge people to no matter what awful situation that you're in there's gratitude somewhere it's your job to find it and that's the discipline aspect i think of running that i love is i have to find the, this aspect of gratitude, because if I don't, I'm, I'm in trouble. So in those moments for me, I, I find it, you know, whether it's just my, my next step, my, my feet, my movement, the the trees, the, the air, the, the person next to me is that I have to find something that I can appreciate. Or it, like I said, the, even going backwards too, I mean, especially doing the altar, there's so much time that you're out there. Like you can think back to past memories, past emotions, past experiences, and find something that allows you to be present in that moment.
0: That is awesome. That's, that's, that right there will save a lot of people's races.
1: Yes, absolutely. Have you done any timed races yet? I actually have one coming up at the end of August. It's a 12-hour one in Chesapeake. So it's one mile with a smile. So it's a 1.5-mile loop, I think, for 12 hours. And then my next one after that will be in November. Um, and that's a 24-hour race. Awesome. Where, which one is that? Um, that one's out close to, to Roanoke. Crooked
0: Road 24 hour. Oh, cool. Okay. I've heard of that one. Awesome. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're going to, you're going to love it. I tell people, you know, if you really want to see how well you can do in endurance racing and you, and you want to kind of take some of the fear factor away, go do a timed race. Yeah. Because you're always going to be back to a safe place, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in three miles or four miles or, you know, I'm doing one in October that's 0.6 mile loops. (laughs) So I call them the loops of insanity for 24 hours. And uh, but, you know, those are the type of things that, you know, take the fear factor away. You're always going to have this safe place you can get back to. And then when you've done that, then you're probably ready to go tackle the Appalachian Trail or something like that. And, you know, do overnight trips like that. So for your running, so you're not just building a run coaching business. You're also starting up a run club.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: So tell us a little bit about the run club that you're starting up.
1: Um, So it's going to be here in Virginia beach. So it's called tribe run club. And I think if anyone has ever been a part of a community that is supportive, but wants you to be successful. There's so many people out there that just want to tear you down, break you down. And I experience it every single day with just the people that I work with and coaching. There's so many toxic and negative people out there. And I wanted to build a community that can be supportive mentally, but also physically that allows you to say, what are your goals? Let's, let's look futuristic rather than looking in the past. People want to look backward so much. And and it's just a a negative way to relate to one another. I call it the water cooler effect. They just want to get together and complain and, and, you know, gossip about this and this club is going to be really geared towards let's look at some goals let, let's get out there connect but let, let's let's start pushing forward where are you at like I want people to hold each other accountable hey why don't you show up wait where are you at what what's what's next on the menu like I want people to to start fueling one another so that way they show up because someone else and that's that's my value in terms of life I want to I want to do what I do for someone else and these this community that I'm trying to build it is centered around that of just having the, the ability for people to show up just because they, they want to be around other like-minded people and who knows where it can go from there.
0: Awesome. So what, what are your plans for like runs for run tribe? Did I get it right?
1: Uh, Tribe Run Club.
0: Tribe Run Club. Okay,
1: sorry. So it's going to be likely Monday, probably around like 6.37. It's going to be a group run. That's more for people that just want to get out, just want to connect, just want to get movement. This is for all fitness levels, all people, walks of life kind of thing. So we can, you know, do walks. There's going to be some different levels of fitness there. Um, So for that one, and then I'm also going to be doing a Saturday run as well. So that's going to be uh, geared specifically towards more of the people that are pushing some of those bigger distances, whether it's ultra or whether it's, you know, marathon kind of stuff is it's people that want a little bit more and want to be surrounded by people that are a little bit, I guess, hungrier or have been in the field for a little bit longer um, just to start pushing those goals. So that way we can feed off one another as we're hitting two, three hour, you know, runs or doing some kind of crazy things running on the beach or running in the mountains. So that way that one's geared specifically towards getting on that next level of fitness.
0: Cool. And where are like your Monday night runs? Do you have a spot
1: that you're picked um, out or not yet? I'm going to bounce around Virginia beach. I like running on a lot of different places, um, whether that's trash more, whether that's out by Landstown. I like the, the aspect cause I, I love variety in terms of runs as well. So I'm going to just base it on what other people want to do, what, what the community's like, if there's different events and things. So that way, you know, people can get a sense of variety too.
0: Awesome, and are you going to include some of your coaching aspects into yes. the? Okay, perfect. Yep. So let's slip into kind of the the coaching. Who could benefit from having a run coach?
1: Really, anybody. The people that I tend to work with, they they have to want it more than I do, and this goes all through, all throughout my coaching. Is that? I can help structure a plan and set you up but if you're not hungrier than i am and i'm extremely hungry to be successful and want people to be successful so the people that work best with me are the people that want to be held accountable want to to be pushed so i can structure programs and workouts that people just show up they show up they put in the work whether it sucks or whether it it doesn't but anybody that wants to start getting better whether it's a 5k whether it's a half marathon um, you know, marathon, you know, ultra is that anybody that I, that I work with, I work with all fitness levels too. just even the, the beginner, because like I said, I, at one point was a beginner. So I want to still be relatable to those individuals because who knows where that grows into.
0: Okay. So yeah. somebody comes to you and they want to run their first marathon. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you're going to walk somebody running their first marathon through in terms of coaching them?
1: So like, let's say this person has minimal running experience. So maybe they're running like five miles a week. So I ideally like around 16, 20 weeks of, prep, just so that way I, I can be sure that we're going to hit the target on where we want to go. So if we're going to do a marathon, so that way I can effectively build them up so we can avoid the injuries. Things are going to pop up, especially for, for doing those type of prep. So usually I get people on their feet for the first couple of weeks. Let's get some miles, let's get some base building. And then I send them through a VO2 max block, which basically raises their overall fitness level. So having them start running intervals, I, I have them start running you know some different things that starts challenging them mentally. And the way that I structure my program. It helps people so that way when it gets hard at mile 22, mile 20, people know what hard is and they can relate to it so they can push further. So doing these intervals, and I just did that one um, one training block this morning where I had six intervals, so three-minute sprint and three-minute jog. I did that six times. And running through that, like you get that experience of doing really hard things and, and being uncomfortable but finding comfort in it. So I send people through these training blocks that – starts flirting with that line of what hard is and what hard isn't and then we go by efforts so like I said I, I structure it in that way and then we go into the next phase after the VO2 block is just straight base building uh, again in terms of getting into some of the longer runs and we hit some pacing for the marathon as well so It just based on the individual as well. Perfect yeah.
0: so as you're coaching people do you also include things like you know, shoes and getting fitted for the right shoes, what clothes to wear, chafing prevention, blister prevention, that type of stuff. Do you talk to them about that stuff too?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I try to cover everything. So I have a nutrition cert as well. So I, I cover nutrition. I cover anything that, that can possibly help an athlete. Like I said, I'm a natural self-driven learner. So anything that can benefit one of my athletes, if I run across it and I don't know it, I'll, I'll find a way to learn it. So going through this process So anything for shoe wise, like I said, I work with some of the running stores in the area too, that I can send them theirs. Hey, talk with so-and-so and that, that puts them in a position to be successful too um and then like you said anything chafing wise what gear that way once again my, my athletes know that they're taking care of know that they're they're supportive because a lot of this stuff it's it's anxiety provoking in so many ways to where i don't know what to do you're uncomfortable it's like am i doing it right am i running wrong those are usually some of the common questions that i get where it's like my did my form off like and if someone has these overwhelming questions i i usually meet with them in person if they're in virginia beach here And I'll run through some some different workouts. So I'll look at form, look at movement, look at some different ways that we can release some tension. Usually people carry a lot of tension in their shoulders or in their hands. So I start pointing out different things so that way they can become more efficient.
0: That's awesome. So you're yeah, it sounds like you're you're not just going, okay, here's your here's your running plan. You're going to run this miles this day and and give them a training plan. It's no, no, we're not just handing you a training plan and now you're just going to go out there and perform. We're going to walk with you through this process to help you have a successful race.
1: Yes, all my all my clients that I work with and like I said if anyone that's listened to this as well so I give them my personal sale as well and I, I'm accessible 24/7. I usually check in with my athletes probably 2 3 times a week. I have good relationships with my clients, we can BS back and forth, we can connect, you know, we we relate on some different things, you know, I share some different struggles that I'm going through so it's a very it's a very one-on-one personal thing. It, it's it's just as much emotional coaching a, as it is, you know, personal in a lot of different ways. So like I relate with them on all the different things. I know what they're going through because I went through it or I still am going through. It. And that's one of the things that I highlight for my coaches or for my clients that I'm working with is I'm in the trenches with you. The reason why I love doing my own prep and why I love doing my own plans is because I love being relatable where, you know, running through these things too. Like I know what hard it is. I, I just did that workout, you know, two weeks ago. Like I I personally set up these workouts and I, I test them and run through them myself before I give them to my clients. So I know how your body's likely to feel, how how you're going to recover, what what the building phase is. So that way, you know, I can be really relatable. So when they're like, oh my God, that was awful. That sucks. And what I get it, I did it, you know, a couple of weeks ago. That's
0: right. I know what suck <laughs> is. Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. It's wonderful.
1: <laughs> That's there right. you
0: go. How do you encourage runners to make it fun? Because you know, if if you're not a sponsored elite athlete. Running's supposed to be this thing that we do for stress relief, you know, for, you know, weight loss, for just, you know, how do you encourage runners? What are methods you use to say, look, back off, make it fun?
1: Um, I would say that if someone really struggles, like I personally love solitude, like the running for me is, is a huge way that I can communicate with myself. And that's not necessarily always a normal thing for, for runners. Like, but the thing that I recommend for people find someone to run with. So that's why, once again, why I, I ran into that issue of, a lot of my, my run coaching clients, too, were running that same issue of not maybe not feeling motivated, not feeling driven. And I wanted to start the, the run club based solely on that as in, I want to build a community that people can find other partners with or find other individuals that, that can help them. So I would say the fun aspect is get people that, that are like you, that, that want to push themselves, that want to relate, that just want to do, you know, just get out and, and explore and run new different places, too. Awesome.
0: This is kind of how we'd like to sum up all of our podcast here. Yeah. You're sitting down with somebody who's getting ready to go run their first ultra marathon. Number one tip you're going to give
1: them. I think the first thing that popped in my head was just enjoy it. And I I think the reason like going into that too, like when I did mine is there were so many thoughts, so many emotions, so many overwhelming things that I, I was trying to gather. What do I think? What do I feel? And at the end of the day, What normal really is with these altars? It's everything. Like the way that you can truly appreciate it, you should be scared. You should be excited. You should be everything under the sun. I think like that's why I love this type of community so much, is because there is no closer feeling that that you can feel on this planet than to feel every emotion humanly possible on one start line. So in one moment you can feel everything, and I I would say just embrace that and enjoy that because that is very hard to come by. in almost any other aspect of life. So let's give you an opportunity,
0: plug your businesses. How can people find Nick Nichols?
1: Okay, so my Instagram is leaveyourmark1107. That links with my my other businesses as well. So for my life coaching business, uh, mindset, nutrition, everything on there. And then um, Tribe Run Club is also linked on that. So Leave Your Mark 1107 is uh, my Instagram handle and that, that links to everything else.
0: Okay. So your link tree is under Leave Your Mark 1107? Yep. Okay. All right. Perfect. Last thing. Tell us what your future, what is the big thing on Nick Nichols' list to do in the future?
1: the race that I'm eyeballing in probably two years. So after I get through these, this next training block, I want to go and run the Coca-Dona 250. Awesome. Um, that's my, my goal race. And, and it's just a plain and simple supper fest is having the ability to go out and run in the desert and run through some of the, the harshest, you know, environments for that duration of time. Like that's my ideal of, uh, I'm not a big person. Like I love to run Western States, run, love to run, you know, run bad water, but I love the ability to push extremely far, extremely hard for long periods of time, just to experience what that would feel like. So, awesome! Donut 250 is my big ultimate goal. Good. I'll come out and pace you. <laughs> there you go. Cool.
0: Awesome. All right. So that'll do it for this week's episode of Living an Ultra Life. You've heard from Nick Nichols, who is definitely one of those people living an ultra life. So, contact Nick. Leave your mark. Eleven oh seven.